Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Off the Handlebars Podcast. I'm your host, B. Shanice, and welcome if you are new, and welcome back if you've been here before. I'd like to thank you all for your support. Uh, This is another episode where I am trying to stay consistent. So for those of you that keep coming back, like, thank you so much. Y'all are keeping me going, for sure. Um, So... Before I get started, I want to let everyone know that you are able to subscribe and do a monthly subscription to Off the Handlebars podcast. It will help with better content. My goal this year is to get um, more video content out. And also, I was thinking about starting a Facebook group. Um, it'll be a private one, but a Facebook group for the podcast for like everyone to go in there and kind of talk about the episodes or share ideas, posts, whatever. Um, definitely going to be like a safe space. We not judging over there. We not doing, you know, no janky mean girl stuff. Like, no, like just a safe space to either ask questions or to talk, give feedback, um, say what you think about the episode, what you guys want more of. If you would be interested in joining a Facebook group, please let me know on the Insta post for this or let me know in the show replies or also in my DMs are always open. Um, I have been thinking about it. It's a goal for this year, but I'm not going to do it if nobody's going to go in there and actually talk. So it would just be like, I mean, yeah, it would be pointless. So y'all let me know if, if I get responses that people are actually interested even if it's a few of you I will totally open that and create that for y'all for us because I'll be in there too right um so let me know if that's something you'd be interested in because I would love to provide another space for our community um okay so I start each episode by saying what I am grateful for my three good things so number one um I am grateful for being named the lead project manager on a huge work project that is coming up for my department, for my company. Actually, um, when we were at our team retreat last week, it was announced to the team who all would be working on it. Um, And it's a really big deal. And so I'm just grateful for my leaders believing in my capabilities and like me being in this seat. I probably tell my boss like once a month that I'm like so grateful to be on her team and I'm so glad that she chose me for this role because I really really love it and enjoy w- what we do um but also she trusts me and that that makes a huge difference too so love that um my second good thing is that I got quality time with my baby boy this week um I gave him a mental health day from school so we got like an extra day to spend some time and just kind of you know decompress from all the hectic schedule changes and things that we've been up to lately. But um, yeah, I feel like we're back on track with a regular schedule because I'm not traveling and excuse me, his dad's schedule is starting to pan out as well. So a little bit more um, stability for him. So, but also more time with me because I felt like I barely had him (laughs) for a little while. There's a lot going on. Um, so quality time with legend is my second good thing. And my third good thing is that I meal prepped this week. Oh, I usually do not do that. One, cause it takes time. Um, but two, 
Um, I've been winging it and just like figuring out dinner like day by day. And I'm noticing that it causes more stress. So although it takes time, it saves me mental capacity later. So I did it and I've been really enjoying it. Um, it's only been a couple days of eating the food that I made, but I'm here for the ease of it making my week a lot smoother. And I've noticed that like I'm not as hungry because I always have something to go grab and eat. So yeah. And hopefully it'll help me with my goals. I'm at this point, I'm been trying different things to get where I want to be like fitness wise and physique wise. So I have about, Ooh, it was like four weeks last week. I think I have like three weeks left to like really try to make a change. Um, so this will hopefully help. I'm going to try it at least for the next two weeks and see how it goes. Um, okay. So I would love to hear your three good things or for you to just take a moment and think about what you are grateful for today because gratitude, um, is very important for, you know, appreciating what we, what we have now and versus looking at what we don't have. Um, so yeah, it, it just makes you feel better about life in general. Um, all right. So for this episode, I decided to do a Q&A, which is question and answers from my audience and my listeners. Um, I posted a question box on my Instagram pages and um, it's at Off the Handlebars Pod on Instagram. If you're not following already, go over there and hit that follow button. Uh, but also like, I really think... Um, this is a better way for y'all to like get to know me or to get like some insight on things that I may not go into details in like on other episodes or as much detail. So um, I have to say the first question that I got was regarding TikTok Bay and what the update is on him. So um, I can tell you guys the last time I spoke with him was on Easter. So it was like a little over two weeks ago. So did he ghost me? Yes. Yes, he did. I was like calling and texting him for like a week. Then I just let him be because he wasn't responding or getting back to me. So um, I have not heard from TikTok Bay. He does still watch my stories. He may or may not listen to this episode. Uh, I don't know. But either way, um, I still see him on the socials, but I'm not I'd exchange any words with him um, in a couple weeks. So, um, you know, when I said, when I told the Twitter circle that he goes to me, they were just like, wow, like what? Oh my gosh. You know? And I just, I mean, I just came to the conclusion that like, I'm not really mad. Would it have been nice for him to say like, I'm good on you or we hit our dead end, you know, whatever. We've had conversations about it, not being able to go much further, but, um, I didn't expect like an on off switch, I guess, but he literally just vanished. <laughs> um, but however, I'm good. I have no regrets. The whole experience was so fun. It was so um, liberating and I really enjoyed myself. Um, you know, I had a great time like getting to know him and um, on my trip with him. So if you have not heard the episode TikTok Crushing where he's actually on there, um, you can go back and listen. But yeah, the update on TikTok Bay is he ghosted me. So there's that. <laughs> um, the second question I got was, what's good with you and your ex? And my ex is Legend's father. 
Um, that was the last person I was in a relationship with. And I have to say, honestly, what's good with us is that we are absolutely amazing parents to our son. Um, at this point in time, I could not ask for a better relationship with him. We keep it about legend and focus on legend's needs. Um, it's crazy that this, this kind of came up because I, before he moved back this, this earlier this year, I was like kind of worried about what this would look like or what it was going to be, like how I was going to handle it, whatever the case, you know, how our dynamic was going to be. Um, and although we have been not together for a while, we hadn't been in a full co-parenting, split parenting schedule space for or like at all, pretty much up until this year. So before he moved back, I was having a conversation with my my friend, the homie Jay on um, Instagram. He's at Successfully Lazy. He's been on my IG lobby before. So if y'all are OGs to Fit My Mans, y'all know um, who he is. I also want to really get that audio from that video or from that live onto the podcast. Instagram's giving me issues, but I'm going to try to figure that out for y'all too because it was about retiring. Um, but anyways, retiring at 40 or something. Um, anyways, him and I were having a conversation. He kind of um, knew a little bit about my situation. Um, and he just asked me, like, in a perfect world, like, what would it, what would it look like? And I responded and I said, this is word for word, exactly what I said. I looked up the messages today to, to provide this for y'all. I said, I'd want, wait, did I say the, the date? This was on January 18th. Okay. Yeah. The message was on January 18th. And I said to him, I'd want time and responsibilities to be split 50-50. Obviously life ha happens and things come up, but to provide legend with some consistency and stability from both of us. And if we're talking perfect world, I still want us to come together and show up for him, whether that be shared time with our families or doing something with him as us three. I just want us to get along and show up for him. I don't want legend to think his parents hate each other or can't stand to be around each other. Shared time would be every once in a while too, not all the time. And so um, I was at this point literally like, dreaming about what I would want this to look like and I because I had literally had no idea I mean I knew what I wanted but that didn't mean that it was just going to happen just because that's what I wanted um obviously there's a whole nother human in involved in what he wants obviously matters too so um Jay's response to me was toss that ish in the universe link it with the prayer and do the best you can and I have to say I literally spoke what I wanted between my ex and I into existence. Um, with us having a child, obviously our our separation or breakup or call off of engagement um, was a very difficult. It wasn't easy. Um, it got pretty nasty at times. Um, one thing we stayed, we consistently tried to do though, was, you know, keep legend forefront, even when it was hard, it was way harder then than it is now. Um, but yeah, like it, it got nasty and, um, it took us a while to kind of process and get to the other side. But now I can say we are on the other side and I am living in this perfect world that I thought was only a dream. Um, and I say perfect world because I, I didn't realize that it could be this good, I guess, you know. Um, obviously, there's still things we're working through and we're working on. 
Um, there's probably things he wants me to do different. There's obviously, you know, I mean, there's obviously things he wants me to do different and there's things I would like for him to do different, but it's not anything that is, you know, detrimental to our relationship or to our son. So we'll just continue to work through things the best way we can and situations and keep legend the focus and, you know, be the best people that we can individually so we can be the best parents to him. Um, and continue to respect each other. I mean, I really couldn't ask for more at this moment. It's, it's going really, really well. So that is what's good with me and my ex. (laughs) Um, if you guys have any more questions about that, just let me know. Um, I was thinking about asking him to come on the podcast too. So we'll see if that can happen. We'll see. Um, I think it would be a good combo for us to have Okay. The third question I got was, what is the biggest lesson you learned from your last relationship? So this kind of goes into um, my son's dad and I. Um, The one thing that I learned was that, or the biggest thing that I learned, because I learned more than one thing. But the biggest thing, I guess, that had me come to the decision or had us come to the decision that we did was that compatibility is more important than love. I can love someone all day, like with every bone in my body. But if we aren't compatible, we're going nowhere fast. (laughs) Um, It's like being in a car with no gas. Like when the car had gas, everything was great, you know, and you, you know, you can get where you need to be. It probably was all clean and, you know, felt good in it. But then the minute it don't got no gas in it, not saying it's an electric vehicle because I know some people have electric vehicles and don't need gas. That's neither here nor there. Um, but the minute the ga- the car doesn't have gas or if it's an a EV, it doesn't have a charge. Um, it's just not working, you know? And so I learned that compatibility, compatibility is really huge. Um, his, in that relationship, we never doubted that we loved each other. Um, that was not the issue. Um, the love was probably more, way more than, you know, what we could have asked for, um, especially after we created life together. However, us being compatible for a long, healthy, and uh, withstanding marriage uh, required different things than love. And yeah. So the answer to the biggest lesson I learned was compatibility does not outweigh love. You need more than just love in a marriage for a marriage or a relationship to last. Um, interested to hear your guys's lesson that you learned from your last relationship. If you would like to share, I would love to hear. I think that would be dope. Um, cause obviously it could be different from mine or along the same lines as mine. Uh, Number four question is the most challenging and the most rewarding part of motherhood so far. So I absolutely adore this question. One, because it came from a fellow mom um, who I'm really close with on the internet and Instagram. But um, I think sometimes we really forget (laughs) about the rewarding parts because there are so many challenges. Um, and it's not even challenging as like 
of raising the kids, right? It's more so challenging as like um, the work you still have to do on yourself. Um, so it's, there's a, there's a two pieces to parenthood. One is what you have to do. Another one is what you need to do for them. Um, what you have to do for you and what you have to do for them. So I think the most challenging part so far is healing yourself and working through your own emotional responses, uh, because you are the role model for emotional intelligence and how to handle situations. Um, so that's probably challenging is like me trying to make sure I'm responding in a way that I would want him to respond, right? And that can be very, very hard when all of these things are coming up that from like my childhood or how I was raised, um, all these things are coming up and... um I have to work through them myself in order to provide him with the, like, what's the word I'm looking for? In order to provide him with, I guess, like, the example of how to handle it differently. Um, so that's been probably the most challenging is me being faced with a lot of things that I needed to work through so that I didn't either put it off on him or put, you know, give him the same feelings that I, that I feel. Um, one example of that just being like, I'm a perfectionist. Um, and growing up, I felt like what I did wasn't good enough. And when legend says things like I'm the worst at this, or I'm not good at this and things like that, like, I just don't want him to like be so hard on himself. Cause now I'm really, really hard on myself because of that. Um, but also like, me still being so hard on myself, like me, I'm, I'm showing him that being hard on yourself is even a thing. And so kind of working through that stuff has been challenging. Um, and they really touched your patience a lot too. So sometimes you be like working on yourself, but they just really take you back <laughs> super quick, <laughs> super, super quick. Um, so with that, I say, uh, the most rewarding, is him feeling my love and acknowledging how much I pour into him. Um, him knowing that I'm going to be here for him no matter what. Him knowing that I am a safe space for him. Him knowing that he can depend on me. Him knowing that I will provide any and everything that he pretty much asked for. Him knowing that if I say no, there's a reason behind it and we can talk about it. You know, things like that. Um and also, it's really hard to just pick one rewarding thing, but also recently I've been seeing the the results of the work that I've been putting in with him, and he is truly a reflection of how he's being raised by his parents, and that is one thing I take a lot of pride in, a whole lot of pride. Um, so yeah, th those are a couple of things that are very rewarding and challenging part of motherhood. Um I'd be interested to hear any other parents, whether your mother or father, what you think is the most challenging or the most rewarding part. And number five, I questioned, or the fifth question I got asked was, what tools do you use to stay organized with your spending budget and expenses? So this is kind of a loaded question, but I'm going to make it short and sweet. 
ish. So number one, um, I stay organized by checking my accounts frequently. And my accounts consist of my checking, my savings, my credit card apps, um, all of them, <laughs> uh, my mortgage app, all of that, um, along with like any debt that I have. As I told you guys that I financed my LASIK surgery at 0%, although I had the money to pay for it all up front, um, i rather split that money over time. Um, when it's at 0%, I still pay the same, you know, amount. So checking those account because, um, checking all my accounts, first of all, the checking account is probably the biggest one because they're not going to catch me with my pants down. Like I am definitely going to be on top of my expenses, knows which ones are mine, belong to me and what I spent. If somebody else tried to charge something or somebody else hack something with the day and age that we live in, it's very possible within the blink of an eye. So checking my accounts frequently is definitely something I do to stay organized. Um, another thing I do is know I'm, a, I'm aware of how much I'm allowing for myself to spend in each category in my budget. Um, I pay off and track my credit card transactions because I use it like a debit card. So that kind of goes hand in hand. And then I update what I spent and it tells me how much I have left. And I do that through the Every Dollar app. So I put in my monthly income. I delegate how much I'm spending on in each category. If it's not a set amount, like my spending or there's certain categories that are like flexible or not fixed. There are certain categories that are variable. And in order for me to know how much of that money I've spent, I track every single expense. Like I go in and manually add each expense um, or groceries, whatever it is. Like if I, I budget three twenty five for groceries, I just spent ninety seven nineteen at Walmart. Um, I go in there and add, I spent ninety seven nineteen at Walmart and they will take it away from the balance of what I have left. So that is how I stay organized. Um, I often track also my retirement accounts just to make sure they're going and my HSA to make sure they're depositing the money correctly. Like they need to I actually caught my company not depositing money in the beginning. Um, one of the like transfers had missed, got missed or something through the bank. So yeah, just checking things frequently to make sure everything's aligned and that the banks are doing what they need to do. Um, and then manually tracking my expenses on my end is another way. Okay. The sixth question I got is name your top five deal breakers when dating in the dating stage. And before I answer this, I just want to remind y'all, like, I am really new and fresh to this whole dating thing. Um, I guess this con considered like new age dating <laughs> um, where people are on dating apps and all that. Um, I have personally not been on a dating app. I've talked about that before on my dating apps are scary episode. Um, if you haven't listened, you can go back and hear it. But um, these and see, I don't even know if these are like. I don't even know if my answers are appropriate for the quote unquote dating stage, but I'm going to say them anyway, because if this happens at any point in time, which is, I guess when I'm getting to know you, then it, yeah, it's a big fat no for me, dog. So top five deal breakers when dating. Number one, not taking care of your kids and lacking responsibility. Been there, done that, not doing it again. Number two, financial irresponsibility. Like you're not handling your business especially as a man, 
And that just means like one of my core values do not align with yours. It's probably not going to work out. So toodles. Um, Number three is poor communication skills or like no emotional intelligence. Like if you can't voice to me either how you feel or what's going on or um, even simple things like I don't know, just ignoring me. I hate being ignored. And I'm not saying I'm entitled to anyone's time or explanation. But like if we're trying to get to know each other and or build something, like the least you can do is communicate what's going on if I don't hear from you for X amount of time. Um, or if you are no longer interested in me, hint, hint, then you can let me know it's okay to communicate those type of things. Um, number four is forced interactions. Like, I feel like if I have to force myself to like want to be around you or um, force conversation, then it's just probably not it. Like, I feel like things should flow naturally and not just that, but like, I have been told I have really good energy and I feel like um, I can talk about a variety of things and if we can't find anything to like talk about or interact on then yeah no I mean there's no point in us even talking (laughs) um and number five is lack of consistency because if you're not being consistent with me clearly you're not interested and there's no reason for us to waste each other's time so thank you and thank you (laughs) So those are my top five. I don't know if that's how I was supposed to answer that question, but that's just where I am today. All right. And um, I am getting, I'm going to do one more, uh, answer one more question, and then I will do a part two of this because I have a whole bunch more questions. Um, The question, the last question for today is, at what age do you want to retire? And I said age 50. Um, I have not really looked at my numbers to know if that's even a real thing. I also don't plan on remaining a single parent or woman on by the age 50. So a lot of that could contribute into this answer. But um, I would say age 50. Legend would be about 21 and you know, in college, starting to gain some stability or about to graduate college if he decides to go to college, whatever the case may be. Um, And I would love to like, yeah, like do some, do some things. Um, I don't know if I'll still be podcasting at age 50. That would actually probably be dope. (laughs) Um, But I would love to just like, you know, focus on things that I want to do. I'm not saying I'll never work a nine to five. Um, but if I could retire and not have to work, like if I could, if I could make working a choice versus a must, I would love to do that. Um, around the age 50. I don't know. I don't also, I also don't want to get bored. I was actually just at work talking to our CEO who's about to retire this summer. And he said he was talking to somebody who's a lot older than him, who was like, why'd you, you know, wait so long? Why didn't you retire at the age that you could have blah, 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 X amount of years ago? And he said, if you don't have um, a partner, a friend, a spouse, somebody to do things with or live life with, um, 
you probably shouldn't retire because you're going to be really bored and want to just go back to work. <laughs> so I really love my job. I really love what I do right now. I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. Um, not saying I'm going to work there till I'm 50, but if I'm in some type of job where I this can be one of my incomes, um, I'll probably continue it. If it's something I was miserable in, like the job I had last year, then yeah, I would probably be out of there as quickly as possible. Um, but also like retirement is um, not necessarily an age for me. It's more so a number. Um, I just threw 50 out there because somebody asked me what age. So 50 sounds cool. <laughs> um, but also it's a number and I'm going to speak more about what that looks like and how, am I how I'm preparing to get there. Um, on next week's episode on part two of the Q&A, along with more dating, money, parenting, and life lesson questions that I got asked that I did not get a chance to get to today. So be sure to tune in next week. I am going to end with my off the handlebars moment, which is something that I was like WTF, like OMG are very embarrassed about. Um, and this last week, I talked to you, told you all about my garbage disposal breaking or me breaking my garbage disposal. I ain't going to blame it on itself. But my garbage disposal broke last week. And now this week, my shower drain is not wanting to work correctly. <laughs> and I just don't really know um, why all this is happening at once. I guess it's just life. You know, when it rains, it kind of pours. It's obviously not that bad, but also things I have to deal with as a homeowner. So my OTH moment is that my shower drain needs some serious attention and I am hosting guests this weekend and I'm hoping I can get it taken care of before that. I don't plan on them being in my shower, but if they need it, I want them to be able to use it. And also me using it in the shower, not draining like properly is an issue too. So I'm hoping I can figure it out and it's an easy fix. Let's just cross our fingers that I don't have to dip into my house sinking fund for this and call somebody else because I literally just had somebody at my house that I had to pay so much money for. So, yeah. All right. That's all I have for this week. If you have an off the handlebars moment to share with me, please do so. Uh, let me know if you guys still want to do or if you're open to doing this Facebook community um, with the hashtag Handy Crew. Um, for us to, to talk about either good th three good things, um, off the handlebars moments or, you know, episodes, topics, society and culture, whatever the case. Um, if you guys are interested in that, if anybody's interested in it, I will definitely create it. If I can get two people that are interested that can actually talk with me, I'll probably do it. So just let me know if y'all are interested. Um, and also be sure to follow me on Instagram at off the handlebars pod. Be sure to rate and review the podcast at wherever you um, listen to your podcast with a five-star rating or whatever star you think I deserve. If it's left in five, then keep your rating. <laughs> also, um, I will be back next week with part two of the Q&A. Having a wonderful week. Talk to you later. Bye.